0: This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hey, voice teacher, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Voice for Noir Podcast. I hope that you are doing well today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I am so delighted to be bringing you this episode. And this is a very fun one because <laughs> I actually should say it's a funny one because we're going to talk about numbers. This is the type of math or number work that I actually understand, kind of like music, right? I mean... A lot of people say that music and math are really similar. And I used to laugh at that when I was growing up because I'm like, well, I'm a really good musician. I mean, I've been doing music my whole life, and my parents are musicians, so I was really good at rhythm and I was really good at music, but I was terrible at math. And I always thought that was hysterical that people seem to think that those coincided. But you know, maybe that's the math that I am good at is music and this very, very simple math of Business. (laughs) business. <laughs> I say very simple. Like the stuff we're about to cover in this episode, I hope that you listen to this and you're like, "Wow, that was that was simple." <laughs> that I, I really want you to feel that way. And at the same time, I hope that it illuminates a little bit of clarity around how to make consistent income when you lose students because Ah, let's be real, let's be real, real, real. Sometimes when we lose students, it's like that whole raining, pouring conundrum. When it rains, it pours. (laughs) Sometimes when we lose students, it's like literally all at once and it can feel really intimidating. I know this has happened to me personally lots of times. I've actually remember a couple of times in particular where there were like three families that were prominent families for me and then their kids ended up going to college. And that was like so exciting for them and I loved them. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, crap, that was like, that was a big hit, right? We have those big hits. And even if you don't have big hits, even if you have small hits, like maybe you only lose one student every couple of months, or maybe you lose one student every year. I mean, it doesn't matter. It always happens. It's totally normal. And there is a way that you can create consistent income so that when that happens, it's Okay it's okay. The world is not going to end. We are (laughs) a-okay. So let's start with there, which is really establishing that a-okay zone. And I like to think about this like your baseline, your baseline recurring income. So think about this for a second. What would feel totally okay for you right now, like just a baseline that you could make that would cover your bills, that would, you know, that would feel good, right? I don't want to say the minimum, but basically like you don't want to see anything less than this in your bank account. That's how I like to think about it. So let's dive into the numbers part (laughs) and use an actual example. Let's say that you are making $2,500 a month. And if you think about this, in terms of voice lessons and how much you are getting paid per hour, you can think about this like roughly 10 students per month at $60 an hour, that's $2,400 a month. So we're looking at $2,500 a month. And let's say that to be conservative, now we're being really conservative here, like this is kind of an outrageous number, but it's always good to be a little conservative with these things. Let's say that you calculate Losing three students every month. (laughs) That's a lot. But hey, you never know. You're losing three students every month. So this is going to add up to $720. So you are going to use that number, 720, as your number for an additional second revenue stream goal. Does that make sense? So this is that kind of worst case scenario thing where you're saying, okay, if I lose three students every month, again, kind of an outrageous number here, but let's say that that happens. Well, I'm gonna to need to supplement that with $720 a month. And so that is going to be the new goal for a secondary revenue stream. You see how that works? So that's step one, is establishing your baseline recurring income. So once more, you just want to be thinking about what that baseline number is, and then you want to pick a conservative number for you, everyone is different, calculate how much that would be if you lost that amount per month, and then use that number as the goal for your secondary revenue stream. Okay, cool. So now that we have that number, this is where we're going to move into step two, which is creating an offering that can make that number per month. So if we're going back to that example we were just talking about, this is going to be $720 a month. So since this is a recurring thing, we're looking at recurring revenue, that is what this whole episode is about, is consistent income, recurring revenue, same thing. We can look at the ways in which we can make recurring revenue. And basically that comes down to three different ways. Number one, you have a membership. Number two, you have an evergreen course, an online course, and something that is evergreen. Evergreen basically means that it is set up to be something that is consistent and recurring, kind of without you doing the work. Well definitely without you doing the work. That's actually what Evergreen (laughs) means. It is automated. And then the third component to having recurring revenue or the third way to do that is to have add-ons to your private lessons. Okay. So let's look at these three things for just a hot second before we get back into the numbers. So starting with the membership, if you want to learn more about that, you can go ahead and check out episode eight, where we cover five creative ways that voice teachers can make money online. And I dive a little bit deeper into memberships. Same thing with an evergreen course, that is basically a digital course that you are selling, like I said, automated. And then when it comes to add-ons to your private lessons, this is where you can get super duper creative. This is really what is in alignment for you and your teaching style and your students and how they consume content and what works for them in terms of how they learn. So this is where we can have a lot of fun. Let me give you an example of what I mean by an add-on to your private lessons. In my private voice studio for many years, I was accompanying my voice students and not only was I accompanying them on the piano, I was sending them accompaniment. Tracks. These would be practice tracks that they would sing along with for their auditions and for their competition, literally for anything. It could have been just for warming up. It was for everything that had to do with practicing, right? And then (laughs) I think it took me like seven years to figure this out. I was like, I'm not charging for this. And it is taking a lot of my time to do, right? It's one of those things as a voice teacher where you kind of realize that. It's not just the stuff that happens in the voice lesson that you are getting paid for or that you should be getting paid for. You are doing a lot of extra stuff behind the scenes. So maybe this will resonate with you because it's good to look at the things that you are doing and see if there's a way that you could package it or that you could create it as some sort of add-on or bonus or feature inside of your voice studio. So what I ended up doing was I created accompaniment tracks as an add-on. And I would say, Hey, if you want accompaniment tracks, that is totally fine. I'm happy to record them. It's just going to cost, you know, X amount of dollars per month extra. What's really nice about this is that this allows the student to take autonomy over what they want in their lessons. So if they don't pay extra for those accompaniment tracks, for example, you don't have to record for them. And maybe later down the road, they will ask for them because they need them. (laughs) That often happens. So those are your three ways that you can start thinking about recurring revenue, the membership, the evergreen course, and add-ons to your private lessons. Okay. So now that you understand the types of way that you can make money, let's talk about the actual numbers, right? Because a lot of ways teachers get really overwhelmed by all of the different ways that there are to make money online. And I am so with you on that one. It really helps to see concrete numbers. So Here are a few ways that we can look at this. And I wanna go back to that example that we were using where we were trying to figure out how to make $720 a month to supplement in case we were losing three students per month. Let's start small here. Let's think about our offer as if it were really cheap. It were 10 bucks, like super, super cheap, right? So if you're creating a $10 offer, then you're gonna wanna have 72 people to buy that offer every month, right? Pretty simple. 72 times 10 is 720. I can do that kind of math. (laughs) Okay, so that might feel a little bit overwhelming to you. 72 new people every month if you don't have a big following, might feel a little bit intimidating. Now, let's say that doesn't feel good for you. You want to have less people per month. Well, that means, of course, you are going to have to have a higher value offer. And what I mean by higher value is the actual price of it, (laughs) not what necessarily you value it as. We can talk all about that in a separate episode. But what is the price of your offer? So if your price of your offer is $50, you need to have, let's actually round up just for numbers sake. Like this is where things get hairy. So let's say it's a $50 offer. You're going to round up to 15 people per month at $750 a month. You need 15 people to buy a $50 thing for you to get $750 a month. Okay. How does that feel having 15 people per month? Does that feel better than 72? (laughs) That might feel a little bit better to you. And now you might start thinking about what you could create. That's around $50 a month. Again, this is all hypothetical, right? This is just for you to start brainstorming here if you're still like mm, let's keep going higher <laughs> we can absolutely do that you could try and aim for of course more people per month or you can raise the price of your offer so if you raise the price to hundred dollars and you sell it to eight people per month now you're at 800 bucks a month right eight people eight people buying a $100 offer. How does that feel for you? This is where we can really start thinking about what feels good in terms of our bandwidth in our schedule, right? Can you serve 72 people like you can eight? And how would you serve them differently? Maybe that $100 offer is a masterclass and you have eight people that attend it versus that $10 offer is a guidebook that you are selling to 72 cold leads, Right. So you can see and you can feel the differences with the number of people that you need to have and the cost of your offer. So hopefully this is starting to get the wheels turning for you so just to recap that second step one more time you want to be thinking about creating an offering that has recurring revenue options such as a membership or an evergreen digital course or add-ons to your private lessons and then you can start thinking about the price and the number of people that you need to figure out what is most in alignment for you right now And of course, what would be an alignment for you as a goal? We always like having two things that we're working with here. (laughs) So this is really what it means to take ownership of your business. Now, I'm going to wrap up by saying one final thing here. There is one big trap that people fall into, myself included. I totally understand, but I really do feel like it's a big trap they try to take on too many revenue streams. (laughs) Oh my goodness. If you are trying to take on too many revenue streams, what ends up happening is you don't actually build one, right? Here's the thing. Revenue streams is different than recurring revenue streams. We're talking about recurring revenue streams, meaning this is consistent. This is stable. This is something that you can depend on, right? So if you are trying to take on too many revenue streams, different ways to make money, what ends up happening is you get burned out. I encourage you, I double dog dare you, I triple dog dare you. Please make it easy on yourself and pick one thing to focus on. Maybe you decide that you're going to upsell your current private students. Maybe you decide that you're going to focus on selling a mini course. Maybe you want to sell merch. I've been seeing a lot of y'all voice teachers selling merch, and I think that is freaking awesome. So whatever it is, start simple and focus on one thing at a time. Speaking of this, <laughs> if you seriously want more juicy tips, like real juicy tips on what to do and what not to do when you're selling like a product, especially if it's something like an online course, you definitely want to check out episode nine where I spill the tea on what I learned when I lost $2,000 after launching my very first online singing course. So you definitely want to go and check that episode out. It's a really good one, episode nine. So I hope that this was helpful for you. And if you want to dive deeper into how to actually build passive income as a voice teacher, and here's the kicker, without burning yourself out, creating content or courses, all the things, creating all the things. If you want to actually make recurring revenue and not be exhausted in the process, you definitely want to go and check out the training that I just did a couple of weeks ago. It was so awesome. So you can definitely go and check that out with the link that is in the show notes. It is completely free. And I know that you are going to get so much inspiration and so much juice out of it in terms of how to really scale your studio. So as always, you can go check out the links that are inside of the show notes if you want to learn more about the Voice for Nord program, which is now open. Oh my gosh, so exciting feels so good. It was closed for a year, almost a year. So definitely go and check that out. If you want to learn more about how to join us inside the program, you can also join us inside the Aligned Voice Teachers Facebook group. If you ever have any questions about marketing, be sure to post with that hashtag question, and you could get that question answered here on the podcast as it's on episode. It is totally worth it. Come and join the fun. There are a lot of awesome voice teachers in there. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to take a screenshot and tag me over on Instagram at The Voicepreneur. You can always DM me and come say hi. I always love getting to know you and your voice teaching business. Thank you so much as always for tuning in and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Have a beautiful day, my friend.